This is the Red Sign Podcast, a deep dive into legacy wealth building through real estate. Welcome to the show. Welcome, everybody, to the Red Sign Team Podcast. You have Hayden Hewitt and Clay Winder hosting today's today's episode and we wanted to dive in it's been an interesting uh few weeks as we've started doing this podcast and just wanted to talk for a few minutes about um a common theme that keeps popping up it, it seems like as as the market gets busier the more agents start, are joining in jumping into or more people are getting their real estate license, I guess. Because it's sexy. This is a fun business. People see all the real estate deals happen and they want in on the action, not just buying and selling real estate, but they want to get into the agent side of things, which I don't blame them. It is fun. It is fun. And it's a grind and it's a, it's rewarding and it's hard and it's fun and it's crazy. And that's why we do this, right? Yeah. So let's, let's, let's answer some, let's, let's answer some questions. We (laughs) get asked on a regular basis, what does it take in the state of Utah to go from an unlicensee to a licensee and to the point where you can legally uh, provide representation and give that fiduciary service to a buyer or a seller, a suite. Hey, we like our drinks here. Okay. (laughs) If you're watching on the video, welcome. You can see our smiling faces. Those of you on audio, enjoy our beautiful voices. So what does it take to get into real estate? Uh, Hayden, you can ask me questions as we go through this. So the first thing is, of course, yes, you do need to be licensed through the state of Utah. This is done through the Division of Real Estate. Just like uh, many professional services, the state wants at least a little barrier of entry and to provide some control, uh, especially when it comes to Uh, fiduciary. Fiduciary is that fancy word that means you're representing someone else's interests. So real estate licenses are essentially a tiny, teeny, tiny sliver of real estate, or excuse me, of law, allowing someone to represent another person and to help them through the process of buying or selling real estate. So first things first, you got to go to school. There's a lot of real estate schools out there. We recommend one called red.theceshop.com. Uh, the reason why the red in the beginning of it matters is because that's our essentially our discount code. So if you want a discount to an online CE, which stands for continuing education, but essentially your real estate licensing, check it out. But it's about $650 unless you can grab a discount from us, get that down a little bit. But the max price will pay is about $650 to get into real estate school, which is 120 hours. That's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, they don't In fact, I'm pretty sure most schools don't allow you to even do more than eight hours in a day. So the quickest you can get it done is two full weeks. Most people take a couple of months if they're doing it on the side. Once you knock out that long, tedious school, it teaches you a lot about law, a lot about the rules, how not to uh, get in trouble. Uh, Then you can go take the test. The state exam costs 60 bucks, and that's all provided through Pearson View. Uh, pearsonview.com for those of you that are really checking it out but pearsonview does a lot of the state testings that's where you go to do the gmat that's where you go to do i think even the lsat and some of those you know university classes as well Um, once you take the test and you pass the test you have to pass with at least a 70 percent score or better if you get under 70 percent like hayden's done a half a dozen times they will tell you the score if you get over 70 percent it just says pass yeah. How many me, times did you take the test? I'll be totally honest. I took the test a total of four times, but let me explain. Did you really? I, really I was did. totally teasing you, yeah. but <laughs> not quite a half a dozen. 
here's why. About 10 years ago, I jumped in and I thought I was working a full-time job, traveling three out of four weeks out of the month. And I thought, I'll just do this, do the schooling while I'm working. And when I have some time, I'll get it done. Well, two years went by. And I think the classes only last, like when you pay, I think they only last a year or two. So yeah, once you start it, you have to finish it within a year, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I just wasn't, I wasn't all in, to be totally honest. I wasn't all in on real estate, had a small family, had bills to pay, was was just trying to, to I wanted to get into real estate and was going to kind of part-time it as I got in. However, um, so I took it, I actually, let's see. Anyway, long story short, I, I, I took it a few times and didn't study and just thought, oh, I barely missed these. I'll, I'll just take it again. And I don't know, for whatever reason, I decided to take it a third time. So fast forward about seven years. I was like, okay, I'm for sure getting into real estate. I got laid off. It was actually perfect timing for me. I jumped in. I did all the classes in about 15 days while Sweet. I also did training here at Keller Williams, um, which was awesome and, and helped as well. And then two days after that, I passed the test. Um, and, and somebody had told me that one of the best, one of the ways to help you with your test score is to get through the classes as quickly as you can. The longer you drag that out, the longer you have to hold all that information. And I don't, maybe I shouldn't be the guy to say this, but most of it is legal information that you need to know. Um, but none of it teaches you really how to write up a contract or really understand a contract by the time. Yeah, it's done, a, the, the state wants you to learn the law. Yeah. It's not necessarily the business. Right. And that's why choosing your brokerage matters because the brokerage then provides you the information to build a business yeah. and to actually service clients. So when I took it serious, I passed it the first time. Good job. Thank you. Good job. Well, and I always give the tips <laughs> after you're done with school, hit those practice tests left and right as much as you can do it, do the live in-person ones, do the online ones. A lot of the schools, the real estate schools, uh, the people that put those schools together are the same people that write the test and modify the test every year for the state. So yeah. they have some good tips on that. And that the in-person for whatever it's worth, the in-person meetings, like we took a Saturday and spent half the day reviewing questions and the guy at Pearson view, or was it Pearson? No, it's through the real estate school. He still comes to the Keller Williams office and does it live right in the training room. Okay. But he helps write the test too. Yeah. I forget, I forget his name. I'm sorry, but his, his class was amazing. Like that in-person three, four hour class was maybe it's four to six hours, but it was, it was awesome. He, and he helps write the test. So he said, here's where we try to get you and here's what you need to know. And, and that alone helped. And what was hard, what's hard about this test, at least for me, that was harder is that you have, I think I did a practice test the night before and got like a 90 something percent on it. Like I almost got a perfect score. I really did. So I'm redeeming myself here. But when I took the test, I thought, I don't know if I passed or failed that stinking thing. And I totally passed it. And the lady gave me my paper, but you don't, you don't find out your score. If you pass, right. you just get a pass or, Hey, you missed, you got under 70%. Here's the sections that you struggled on, go study, come back. So a friend of mine just took it passed one of the sections, missed the other one by one point, went back the next day, took the test. Passed. Right. There's two sections, federal and state. And yeah. so if you do pass one or the other, then you only have to retake the, the other half that you missed. Right. So you've got your test done. You've paid your $60 exam fee. Uh, then what? The licensing through the, the division of real estate is $157. You go pay that fee. You give them the fingerprints that the testing center does for you. You give them that packet or you run it over here to the Keller Williams brokerage and our agent services person does this for you. Um, but it's not over. 
So there's two parts and a lot of uh, people don't understand this. You can become a licensed real estate agent, uh, but the second half of that that's different is becoming a member of the Association of Realtors. And that's where you get the phrase realtor. A realtor and a real estate agent are actually two different things. And obviously, majority of everybody is both. But to become a realtor, you have to join the Association of Realtors. And there's three levels of that association. There's national, state, and then the local board, which we have a handful of local boards in Utah. Um, but joining those memberships can get very expensive. And I won't go through all the fees, but we tell everybody plan on about $1,700 to join those three associations. And then you have to renew every year. Now, one of the important parts of joining the association, the reason why you essentially have to do it is you, you have to be a licensed excuse me, not just licensed, but be a member of the association in order to get MLS access. MLS access matters, especially in Utah when the data is very pure in Utah, meaning the majority of all real estate residential data uh, flows through the MLS. You cannot do your job without access to the MLS. So you've got to become a member. So overall, you add all that up, you need about $2,700, $2,800 to go from a non-licensee to a licensed member of the association, a realtor, and to start selling real estate. And uh, cheaper than a college degree, and uh, certainly shorter. Most people do it in two or three months. Um, or seven years like Hayden, yep. uh, but eventually you get in and then you're faced with the decision, of course, is uh, the state requires you to have a babysitter, other words known as a broker to make sure that you're following the rules. So you have to join a brokerage. There's a lot of different brokerage models out there, a lot of different brokers themselves. And uh, obviously we're affiliated with Keller Williams and have a true love for the, for the franchise. And I want to invite anybody to listen to this. If you get licensed, come join us. We have a lot of fun here and uh, uh, learn a lot. Uh, it is a brokerage where we teach people to be business owners, not just real estate agents, but we're not going to dive into all of the Keller Williams value can, propositions. Can I just right add now. one comment to that though? Please. One of the, so Johnny, who I've known since high school. He's one of, he's Clay's partner, one of the owners here at Keller Williams in Orem. <clears throat> Excuse me. He, he jokes that I was his longest recruit and I just joined Keller Williams because Johnny was here and I trusted him and thought, Oh, Hey, he's been trying to get me in real estate. I'll, I'll go to KW. And the longer I'm here, the more I really appreciate all the training and the handholding and the help. I feel like, I feel like early on, I almost, I went to so many trainings. I was trying to have, I was, I was, I got to the point where I was trying to decide whether to go to a training or go to work. Right. And so the training here is, um, is amazing. You could be a full-time student here. Yeah. There's it, it enough really classes. Awesome. And we've, they've even updated it with Shoney now being helping the new agents and helping you with your first, first handful of transactions and all that stuff. So the coaching, the help, the assistance is, uh, the longer I'm here, the more I hear from other agents that come from other places. And, and it really is awesome. Well, and there's a reason this matters. And that is there's a really scary stat out there. And for most of my career, the stat has been about 80 to 85% of all of real estate agents don't renew at their two-year mark. You've got to renew your license every other year. What percentage did you say? It's been 80 to 85 okay. for most of my career. Yeah. However, Hayden and I just got the stat from last year, the 2020 stat, and it was... 94% do not renew after 94%. So it's a terrible fallout rate. So why is that? Right. And I don't have all the answers, but I do think clearly when I'm talking to newer agents and people that are discouraged, just realize that 
when they're watching HDTV or they're watching the realtors around, it looks so glamorous. You see the, you know, paychecks that look big, but what they forget is that's just not the reality of this business. And several just simply go broke. You get into the business thinking you'll have all that money, but you don't. I tell most new agents really that they should consider the first year of real estate as an apprenticeship. You'll be lucky to make any money at all because you've got to learn the business. You've got to learn the market. You've got to learn the service, the customer service aspect of it. You've got to learn the law, the contracts, the negotiating. And then you've got to learn the business on your value proposition. What are you worth as a real estate agent? Because real estate agents aren't created equal. There's a reason why we have discount models. There's a reason why we have very expensive models. And then you have different asset classes between residential and commercial and land and developing there's just such a wide variety that someone can really find themselves just drinking from the fire hose and drowning instead of succeeding. So I, I like to recommend if you're going to make the switch from whatever career you're in right now and jump into real estate, have some reserves set up. Be prepared that you're going to jump into an apprenticeship for the first year, maybe even two, before you actually have a clientele and uh, business coming in to, to pay the bills. And you can... I always ask, I asked this question. I did a lot of homework, obviously over 10 years before I actually jumped in and got my license, but you, you can realistically get into the business and close a deal within your first 90 days. Um, it really just comes down to letting people know that you have, you're, you're a realtor now and that you got your license. Honestly, that was half my battle is just getting the word out. And as soon as I did that, we, I think I closed my first deal with it within th three months or less. And then I don't know. Probably yeah. And that was, and, so and, and that was me year. too. I think uh, a very common understanding of this business is it's the word of mouth business. And we definitely preach that. I preach that I've built my business very much on word of mouth and my, my friends and family, those around me, uh, it's very, it's probably the most popular business model for realtors. And so same thing when I got in as a 21 year old, none of my friends were really buying buying or selling real estate, but I found the one. So I got my first deal, but it was my one and only real estate transaction I did in my first six months. And it really was like an apprenticeship. And it wasn't until that second six months that I started getting a few more deals going and, and really learning the business. And then it kind of took off from there, but it did take a full year uh, to get settled. So you always told me, this is a saying I've heard you say a few times, the first year is survive. Second year, years two to three is thrive or learn to thrive. Right. Yeah. I think, I think so close. Yeah. Yeah. No, really. I, I think you're, you know, yeah. First year success is just survival. Yeah. yeah. Success is just, you just got to survive that first year. Um, but don't become one of those stats. I mean, that's the thing I, I wanted to have this conversation and share this in this podcast so that people can have a little bit of a reality check to say it really is as fun as, as it looks. It, it can be, it just takes a while to get there. And so when you jump into this business or make the decision mentally and emotionally say, hey, I do want to get my license and, and look at this. Awesome. I applaud you for it. You have that scary stat that says you have a 94% chance that you won't make it your first two years, but man, fight that. Just go in eyes wide open and have some reserves and commit to saying, I've got to just survive those first two years to get to that first renewal because it only goes up from there. One thing that, that so Johnny gave me that statistic because he's over on the recruiting here with Tim and we'll have Johnny on. We can get into this even deeper later, but I think he said, I'm pretty sure that the stat you said, 80 to 85%, our renewal rate here at KW is better than the overall 
industry right. average. So it, it is, is very much better. Your retention yeah. is better. And I think a lot of it is uh, 99% of it is setting expectations right and the training to, to do a deal. <laughs> well, when we talk <laughs> about know? here, like I said, the, the culture and philosophy at Keller Williams is we want to teach and train people and consult them into being business owners, not just a realtor yeah. or an agent that happens to have your license that you help, you know, you know, a, a few of your neighbors buy and sell. It's truly building a business based on lead generation and a good economic model and, you know, an organizational model and all of those things that we teach in the models here at KW. Yep. Awesome. So I guess we'll, we'll, we'll jump into, um, well, let's wrap it up, I guess, with the comment of, of, I guess the recap, we want you to get your license. If you are listening to this and this gets you interested, come talk to us, come meet with us. I'd love to jump into the value proposition of Keller Williams in general. Uh, there's always, of course, a conversation once you get into this business of, do I join a team uh, or do I stay as what we call a solo agent and do things on your own? Do you build your own team? And there's no right or wrong answer. They're just simply different business models. That's one of the fun things about this industry is you can shape it to how you want how you want to run your business. And uh, it can be very exciting. One last thought I had on the test where I, where I got stumbled up is I feel like I could pretty much narrow every single question down. So this is backing up to the beginning, just mm -hmm. that test. I felt like on every, just about every question, I could narrow it down to the two best answers. And there were like two answers that really stuck out to me. It's like, it's either this one or this one. Obviously I passed, but that it, it's one of those tests that tries to, I feel like it does try to stumble me up. It's kind of a bear, at least for, as of course it does. With, of course it does. With like with test taking like me, but they're trying to weed guys like you out of this business suckers. And they didn't that's really, they didn't do it though. You still got in three years. Strong, you still baby. got in. That's right. That's good. Well, this is a, uh, this is it. If you guys want to check it out, I'll just quickly recap. School is red.theceshop.com. Um, then you'll take the test through uh, pearsonview.com. And uh, then when you join KW, come check us out. We've got redcareers.com. We've got a bunch of websites. Uh, maybe just hit me and Hayden up directly if you'd like. Keller Williams is very inexpensive to get started. Uh, we have a small little sign-up fee of $300, but that essentially gets you the business cards and just a, some print material, your first real estate sign, for example, stuff like that. And then uh, we're only 28 bucks a month. And that's essentially for the printer access and office space and you know office access and those things. And uh, then we have a $25 per deal errors and emissions insurance, which that'll be on the test. Uh, and that's, you know, and then we have the split with a cap that we'll get into on another podcast. So um, that's it. Get licensed. So your total cost to get started, if you're a brand new agent from testing fees to the end, how much is it? I plan on three grand. Three. Okay. Because you're like $2,700 to get through licensing and join the associations. And then to join KW, there's that $300 fee. Okay. That's about it. So about three grand. And again, like I said, when you really look at different careers out there, you think of like most things require a college degree, which are going to be thirty, forty thousand dollars for a bachelor's degree, let alone another fifty if you go knock out a master's. Um, and this is like, gosh, two or three months, about three grand, um, and you're in. Yep. Not a huge entry uh, barrier to entry, if you will. But at the same time, I mean, there's a whole debate. It should be higher, most likely, because we got a lot of. We got a lot of ding-dongs in this business too, but a lot of great professionals too. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to watch my language yeah, on this podcast, true. right? I, I love the honesty. <laughs> it's a fact. 
not, not all agents are created equal. And, and when you're brand new, you stumble and you learn and you grow and yeah, but you get good you, mentors. You partner yeah. up on your first couple of deals where you've got a veteran holding your hand. That way your, your clients have a great experience and they don't need to worry about, you know, them being your trial run or the guinea pig or whatnot. Yeah. Uh, so we get you taken care of, but it's fantastic business. One of the best decisions I ever made as a young 21 year old was getting licensed and jumping in head first. And of course, like most people I got on thinking, Oh, I just want to be an investor. But then I got sucked into the agency side of things and having that, that, you know, that thrill of really helping somebody make a good decision in real estate is fun. And that's honestly the roots of the mission statement, even the mission statement or the slogan of this podcast of helping our friends and clients build legacy wealth through real estate really comes down to that agency and fiduciary responsibility that we have. Anyway, anything else to add? Love it. It's great. Thanks for joining us on this episode. We'll catch you on another one. This is four. This is number four. Yeah. Bam. Four episodes. And the best one yet. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, guys. You've been listening to the Red Sign Podcast, a deep dive into legacy wealth building through real estate. See you next time.